Hello and welcome to the weekly bite-sized podcast on Four Lads Had a Dream. My name's Andrew and I'm joined tonight to kind of review our pre-season or mid-season friendlies rather against Hertha, BSC and Copenhagen as well as preview the Barton game uh, which hopefully will be coming up on the 20th of January. I'm um, going to be discussing that with two of my very favourite podders. First of all, Kenny, how are you doing mate? I'm not bad Andrew, how's yourself? All good here, mate. Uh, lovely Friday. Happy to be at the weekend. And uh, Andy, how are you doing, my man? I'm good, Andrew. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. And yeah, looking forward to getting into it. Yeah, we've obviously got so much to talk about in terms of the pre the uh, the mid season games here. Um, <laughs> the uh, the Hertha BSC one in particular, Andy. I think you know we could probably sum that up in uh, about five seconds. So let's go ahead and do that now. Um, looked like a training exercise felt like a very dull training exercise i'm really unhappy that i it was on youtube because that meant i had to watch it any kind of massive points you want to make about that one andy or um are you kind of in the same kind of uh vein as me there no i think that sums it up it was a it was a non-event i think when you watch a game for free and you still feel as if you've been shortchanged you know it was a bad game <laughs> yeah no i think that's absolutely fair um so kenny we'll we'll, we'll talk about the uh, the more impactful or, or interesting one for a bit but again there's not a great deal to talk about with that one the uh two all draw with copenhagen back at ibrooks uh, just after we got back from the uh summer training camp oh the winter training camp my god it's just shocking today it's there's all of this is staying in anyway because i mean if the if the players aren't willing to put in the effort neither am i um so we uh, we obviously had that draw with copenhagen and i thought thought kennedy honestly we i think we started off very brightly for that one you know, first 15, 20 minutes, I think we played quite well. Matondo gets a goal. Um, very cool finish. And then after that, I think we basically decided, no, we were done at that point. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you um, if you saw anything different, especially in that first half. No, not really. I, I thought it was one of those kind of typical games. Quite impressed with Copenhagen. I thought they knocked it about quite well. Uh, you could see they're a, they're a good side. They've got some good players. Big, strong team as well. Uh, but I, I actually thought we were okay first half. I thought we, um, as you say, I thought we knocked it about a little, you know, quite well for the first 20 minutes or so. Um, scored a fine goal. I thought the goal was a very good goal, actually, the yep. Matondo goal. I thought it was a cracking finish. Uh, yeah, look, it, it's it's one of those games. It was, a, as Andy knows fine well, it was a cold night. It was... <laughs> it, it, it was it was a tough watch, and look, there was much more quality about uh, the the game on Tuesday than there was uh, on the Saturday on Saturday's game. But yeah, it it was a friendly, and it looked like a friendly. To be honest mm. with you, didn't it? Yeah, no, I think that's a fair point. Um, I, I think something that was interesting was that uh, Big Phil talked about you know the preparation they did for both of these matches, and a lot of it was uh, putting a lot of minutes into the legs of the players. So kind of building in that kind of feeling of that midweek schedule where you're playing a game midweek, you're knackered, and then you're having to play another game again. Um, Andy, we go into the second half, and uh, although we do get Odessa's goal, which is, you know, always lovely to see um, because of how unusual that kind of thing is, um, we we saw a lot of rotation in terms of the team. A lot of the youth team players came on, and unfortunately it was one of our own who uh, managed to tie up the game Um so we only picked up one point in the friendly league. <laughs> um, you know, it, it meant that ultimately the game finished uh, as a two-all um, kind of draw. 
Uh, obviously, you were listed at this game as well, Andy. So, um, you know, did that feel worth it, dragging yourself out to Ibrox to uh, to enjoy uh, the freezing cold there? I didn't enjoy the weather, but the game itself wasn't too bad, as Kenny said. Um, actually, in, in terms of the second half, I actually thought there was quite a few positives to take. I actually thought when Dessers came on, um, Lawrence and Jack, I think they actually played quite well when they came on. And obviously, getting minutes into Lawrence and Jack is quite important to try and get them up to speed because we're going to need them as we go forward. Yeah, not and, sure. With Goldson off, with Butland off, I wouldn't read too much into the. I mean, it's another set, you know, two set piece goals on top of the one we lost against Hertha. That's, you know, it's really annoying and it's, it's, it's a problem we do have. But in that particular game, when you've made changes, I wouldn't worry about it too much. I would tend to lean yeah. more into the positives of the second half with some guys coming on and actually showing up pretty well against a good side. Yeah, the battle line that we had um, when we conceded that second goal is something I don't think we'll ever actually see us play in a competitive game. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's a particular indictment of either the either the players playing or indeed the, uh, the goalkeeper as well. Because I thought, you know, I've, I've still got a lot of faith that McCrory may come good um, in the future. But I don't think that was a fair game to kind of judge him on because, yeah, it's, um, it, it's a completely wild team that we're actually playing there and half of it's the beating as well but moving on to a game that potentially we'll be playing tomorrow um we're up against Dumbarton in the fourth round of the Scottish Cup uh there is a pitch inspection that's due to happen at 1 p.m uh day of the game so um tomorrow as we record most likely today as uh, as folk are listening to this um I don't know. Obviously, I've not been uh, enjoying the weather up above the border there. Uh, I know that you guys both uh, have been loving the uh, the cold, uh, but I understand it's going to be the rain that's uh, the potential factor there, Kenny. Yeah, well, I believe the pitch is horrendous already. I think that's mm-hmm. why there's a pitch inspection, because they expect more uh, bad weather. And uh, yeah, I, I, I played over there once many, many years ago, and let me assure you, that wind is going to kill that place tomorrow. Uh, mm. it, it'll be brutal. Uh, and if the ra- if the rain is is coming down, it will just it will it will destroy that pitch. Uh, if it is as bad as they're expecting, I don't think the game will be on. To be honest, but uh, look, we'll wait and see. Uh, hopefully, we get it on. We get through. To, you know, we get ourselves through to the next round. Yeah. Um, I would much rather not have any postponement tomorrow and just get the game played and get it over and done with. It gives us a chance as well uh, to get some uh, minutes into the legs before we go over to Easter Road in uh, midweek. Definitely. I think the, the the positive, at least, is that the draw for the fifth round will be made on the 21st as well. So we'll at least know who we've got in that in that following round, assuming we can get by Dumbarton. Don't want to count anything before it's done. Um but I agree. I, I think more postponements or kind of more more midweek games or, or more games in the fixture list that we have to account for is is not ideal. We already have a busy enough schedule, especially if we want to go um, further both in Europe as well as the Cup. So, um, yeah, we, we've obviously already got two games in hand that need to be played at some point as well uh, at the regular schedule. So, um, yeah, we're busy enough. I totally agree. A postponement is not what we need. So, we should know uh, one way or the other by 1pm if the game's going ahead. Um, here's hoping it will. But I wanted to discuss the manager's preview press conference uh, that actually happened today. A uh, lot of interesting stuff in there. And I want to kind of dig into a couple of key quotes and uh, just kind of get your guys' thoughts on them. Um, 
obviously in terms of transfers there's no more news to report other than the fact that Alex Lowry is uh, now back in the club um, I don't know if he's likely to stay uh, having had his uh, loan terminated by Hearts but he's a potential option I feel it's more likely he's going to go out but one thing that uh, Clement did say is that they there were no players who were agitating or jumping to leave the building um, given the speculation that that we've had around Ridvan um, and the idea that he's agitating for a move to Turkey. That That's positive, I think, in that sense. Uh, he also made the point that, obviously, if he wasn't committed, um, then he wouldn't be playing in the friendly matches uh, against Hertha or Copenhagen. And to be honest, just from a purely you know logical standpoint, it doesn't really make sense to be um, getting shot of your, one of your two left-backs that you have as well. So, yeah, it's... Um, it's an interesting one, Andy, but uh, what did you make of uh, uh, Big Phil's comments there? Yeah, well, as you say, there's been lots of rumours around Yelmaz for the last wee while, whether that's agent-led, whether it's just the Turkish media linking him with clubs, I don't know. But, I mean, I don't see... Reality is probably somewhere in between where they've had a conversation. Yelmaz has maybe said to him, you know, I, I want to be playing first-team football or I want to move so that I can play first-team football. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's maybe no big drama there at all. It's just a case of he's committed, he's here to play and he wants to play. And, well, the manager will know better than any of us whether there actually is any interest or whether it's all just media stories. But as you Mm. said about selling your left-back, I think the one problem we do have is that if we're going to bring somebody in permanently, he's probably one of the few that you can actually sell to raise half-decent funds. Yeah. Um, But the problem is, as you said, you leave yourself with one left-back who has been injured recently. So, yeah, it's not ideal. But if he's committed, I'd actually like to see him given a run to the end of the season, I think. Of the two that's there, he's the better left-back. He's more positive, and I think we know now what we get with Borna. I'd rather see somebody else given a chance to, to show what he can do. Yeah, no, I think I'm inclined to agree with that, Andy. Um, in terms of some other bits from the press conference there, uh, in terms of more signings coming in, he said, we'll see if it's one or more in terms of incomings. He, he didn't say, obviously, that Rangers have shut up shop and we've, we're not deciding to sign anyone else, which I think would fill us all with a bit of dread, but you know, the, I think the idea that we do have at least one more, if not other players, or more than that, coming in, Kenny, is a positive sign. Um, I, I think it's it's just this transfer window makes us all a bit uh, antsy um, and keen to see our business done early rather than later. But we're um, we're over halfway through at this point, and uh, yeah, the only movement so far in has been um, Fabio Silva um, before the window even opened. Yeah, restless are getting a little bit. Uh, natives are getting a little bit restless. I beg your pardon. <laughs> um, it, look, it's it is in an ideal world you get all your business done early. We 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 all want that. We all want to see uh, new players come in and improvements to the squad. It is taking a little bit longer than we all would want, obviously. Notable that he turned around and said that everybody's aligned, everybody's all singing from the same hymn sheet and everybody wants what's best for the club. That should be a given. So, you know, that that doesn't concern me that everybody's, you know, aligned. It's getting these things over the line that seem to be a little bit of an issue for us in January and it's been that way for a few years. Look, we, we have to be patient. There is no other alternative to it. Um, you can't, there's no point. I mean, you go, you know yourself, Andrew, you go on Twitter, and Andy, you're the same. Um, we discussed this in the group chat last night. It, people are going mental and, and it's understandable to a certain degree, but you, you just need to, 
you know, when the manager's telling you, this is what I mean, when the manager's telling you that everybody's pushing as hard as they can and everybody's working like Trojans behind the scene, scenes, then we just have to trust it and see where we are uh, and on February the 1st and judge it then. Um, my issue with the January window is that th- this is a recurring theme with Rangers. We, we, we seem to struggle to get deals over the line in January. And, and as Andy has already alluded to, it might be something to do with, you know, finances are tight. We understand that. But this is coming in for three weeks into the window and it only lasts for four. So we have to we have to get this moved on, Andrew. Uh, that's my opinion. We, I would like to see a body or two in for the Hibs game next week. Put it that way. Ideally, yeah. And I mean, hell, you know, Lowry might be coming back just so he can make his transfer over to Hearts permanent. You never know um, as part of an exchange. So it, it could all be part of the, the grand master plan. Um, we'll see, I'm sure. Uh, I think the only final point that I wanted to mention um, that was brought up by the manager was he uh, he mentioned that we have five players who are coming out of contract at the end of the season. And he said that that was a crazy situation because you're throwing away money. Now, we know some of the players who are leaving at the end of this um, summer window, or at least some of the players who are leaving or are out of contract rather than, you know, being told they're leaving. Um, some of them we probably do want to get off the books. Kamar Roo, for one, I think, is uh, probably a player who, at this point, uh, a lot of Rangers fans have just kind of given up on in terms of getting any kind of regular playtime out of him. Um, but you've got players like Lundstrom and Jack, who on paper, at least, are are two first-choice uh, central midfielders. For them both to be coming out of contract at the same time, those, those two key roles. Um, again, I mean, it's a kind of legacy of the failings of Ross Wilson. So that that is another reason why we're struggling, I think, in this, uh, in this winter transfer window, because the summer transfer window, although we spent big, has proved to be quite ineffective. And- yeah, that's that. We, we kind of front-loaded everything into the summer. You know, it was a, it was a big gross spend and a big net spend. And we've just not had value for it at all. You know, the guys we've brought in haven't made a difference. They've not improved this from last season or the season before. And so you come into January when you actually need to reinforce that team and the money's kind of been spent. And that's really the problem we've got is that it's even in the summer, it was a kind of case of getting guys out to get guys in, even though we did spend over and above that. But, you know, in January, that's certainly the case. Um, one interesting thing was that the AGM, both the manager and the board were quite keen to downplay January so I think they were trying to manage expectations but I think when you actually get there you look at the squad you think god we really need some bodies and we need some strikers in we need you know yeah. we, need, we need somebody in to help us you know there's, we've got a title challenge there potentially and we need to get guys in to help get us over that line or to put us in contention and you know the kind of heart rules ahead a wee bit and you just think god we really need it but in reality it's just not easy January's a bad window and when you've not got a lot of money, I think, as the manager alluded to today in his press conference, it's an even harder one. Yeah, I think um, for me, I think if you had any doubts about the capabilities of the manager, I can understand being more cautious in this window. But at the moment, this manager's demonstrated that he can, you know, get a silk purse out of a sow's ear at this point. He's um, he's delivered over and above, I think, what we would expect from this squad, certainly what they delivered under the previous manager. And the fact that we're in a position where we managed to finish the top of our Europa League group, um, we've won a cup and we're still very much in contention uh, in the league. I think that that is enough to justify wanting to back the manager. I recognise that we've got potentially FFP considerations and, and things like that. But ultimately, I think at certain points you have to 
acknowledge you're going to have to risk things. Um, we're not talking about signing up an entire team of 11 players on the EBTs again or anything like that. Um, I don't think anyone wants to return to those bad old days, um, although they were good old days on the pitch. But certainly, uh, I think you're, you're in a position where you, you'd want to see a level of commitment from the board. Uh, I think the worry that a lot of fans do have is that, you know, if we do see what looks like a fairly poor window, it, it might look like a lack of commitment on the board's part, Kenny. Yeah, look, Andrew, what we have to understand here, you know, I mentioned it a few minutes ago there that the wrestlers, the natives are getting wrestlers. Real, real trouble saying that, actually. Um, look, everybody knows, all Rangers fans know that we have been in contention a number of years at this point in the season and Celtic kick on and we don't. Um, we have a huge opportunity this season. They're not great. They have regressed. We all we need is a few players in certain areas, and if we can get them, we we will challenge all the way, Andrew. That's all I would say. That's why mm-hmm. people are getting a bit fidgety about it. I think is because we know we have a real opportunity here, and let's hope that the board can push the boat out a little. That's all I would say. No, completely agree, mate. Completely agree. Uh, there's not much more to discuss. Uh, we are hopeful that we will be talking to you guys again Monday evening to review the Dumbarton game um, and then have a quick look forward to Easter Road. If it turns out that we don't end up playing, then uh, we'll just be looking ahead to Easter Road and uh, discussing uh, everything else, uh, as well as potentially our fifth round uh, Scottish Cup opponents. So um, we will talk to you guys again then. Um, gents, it's been a pleasure having a chat with you. Andy, uh, always good to catch up, mate. And with you, thanks for having me on. And uh, Kenny, as always, mate, always a pleasure. Cheers. Yeah, cheers, lads. Uh, And to everyone listening, thanks again. Uh, We appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, We've had nothing but positive feedback here. This isn't me saying I want to encourage any kind of negative feedback. I'm very precious and sensitive about these kind of things, so be nice. Uh, Continue that. Uh, It's always very appreciated. Um, But... We uh, will keep doing this. Uh, We encourage you to keep feeding back, subscribing, liking, all that good stuff. Until we speak to you again, bye for now. Four Lads Bite Size Podcast is exclusively sponsored by Rhino Express in association with Zenith Coins, Alexander Campbell Interiors and Wrenchers Pools. Please don't forget to drop us a like and a follow if you enjoy all our content. And if you're listening on a podcast channel, please subscribe as it really helps the podcast grow. We hope you enjoyed the show. Bye for now.